Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. After a week hiatus, sometimes you got to let the anticipation build. But I am your host, the Commish, and I am joined by Actively Lazy, aka Alan Sandridge, uh, aka Starscream, aka IBS Jesus, or as he says now, Yay. AKA, you still don't say my damn name right, bro. I did it. I messed up, bro. Yeah. I get on a roll, man. I forgot. I get on a, I get on like a little uh, verbal roll. Sandage. Sorry. Yeah. All right. That's all right. <laughs> all right, sir. Uh, so a lot of breaking news happens, which typically happens if we do this on a Monday during football season. Uh, really sad to see Derrick Henry injury. Uh, I haven't seen him officially ruled out for the season yet, but it looks like that's what it's it's going that way. And a, a leg injury like that, it might not be the smartest to bring it back anyway. But just really hard and devastating news. And it looked like Tennessee was really trying to make a run at the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I wouldn't go so far to say Super Bowl, but they were definitely – yeah, they were beating everybody. And, I mean, you know, things get a little tighter when the, um, when the postseason comes, but uh, – if we look in week to week, they were definitely moving up the rankings for a team favorite to to go the distance. But um, I mean, what do you what did what did we expect? Man? Yeah, we exactly. they run these running backs into the ground. The man had two thousand yards last year. He's on pace to have more carries by probably week fifteen than he had uh, the entire season last year. And all of a sudden, he's hurting. It's a foot injury, too. And then didn't he come back? Yeah, he came. And play yesterday? Limping in and, and out. Play, stuff. Yeah, yeah and played on it. I'm yeah. sure that didn't help. So, I mean, you know, this is what we get. And this is why I continue to say that running backs need some kind of protection. They need some different structure to their, to their contracts or something. Because this dude gave his best year. They ran him into the ground. He comes back the next season, and he's doing great things. Then inevitably, he wears down. Yeah. Yeah, and now what? Now it's going to be, oh, you shouldn't pay running backs. They're overvalued. No, no, no. You use them. They they got great value until they don't, but they don't seem to get compensated for it. So, yeah, it's it's kind of the – the catch 22 of the NFL, you use them usually when they're on the first five years of the contract, their first round running back or the first four years. And then you throw them away. Then if you like him, where you actually exceed expectations, you're probably going to get hurt. Um, that's just after you get the contract. So not only does that hurt the running back, even though he gets paid, but that hurts the team and that hurts the market value from paying someone. And this is another reason because, and we'll get to it later, you're going to compare you can't compare a running back to a top five quarterback, really a top 10 quarterback, but definitely not a top five to seven quarterback because you are not going to, they're not going to match them statistically. And then they are going to get hurt in a three-year span. You're going to, your top running backs are going to have missed time with injury. Generally speaking, that's how it goes. Unless they're rookies in the first three years, or something like that. You're just going to get hit because of the nature of the position. The, the nature of uh, really the only people, some of the only people that are really hitting or getting hit on offense hard are running backs because you can't really do it to receivers and you can't do it to quarterbacks anymore. Uh, I know this subject is near and dear to your heart. The Michigan Wolverines wet the bed again. Um, I don't really know how to say or what to say anymore. It's Groundhogs <laughs> or, you know, I'm a Harbaugh fan, but, you know, I saw him do it. I loved him as a player. I saw him do it at San Diego State. I saw him do it at Stanford. I saw him do it with the 49ers, turning programs around. And for some reason, he can't do it anymore, but it's Groundhogs Day. We see them get these leads against rivals and ranked teams, and they find a way to blow it in the end. And every year, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in and they break my heart. I mean, I don't know, man. You people that that are eternal optimists, this this time he won't beat me. This time is going to be different than the last time. You're in an you're in a abusive cycle, man. You in Michigan are in a cycle of abuse. That's what it is. 
Harbaugh does this every single year. I thought I was above it. I was like, you know what? I'm not. That, and that's usually how it goes. Talking about it. But I started watching that game. And the first couple of games I didn't watch. I just looked at the highlights, kept up. And I was like, well, they're running a lot. I know that can't, they can't sustain that with the running and everything. But I got hyped. I watched game day and, and, and I got excited. And it let me down. They didn't let you down. They did what they always do. You let yourself down for believing. That's the thing, too. We had an 18-point lead, I believe it was, and still lost, which is not surprising. I'll never forget the Michigan State game, what, five, six years ago when damn punter just dropped the ball and they won the game like that. I, I yeah. just – I don't know. what it, 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 it's, it's attitude reflects leadership. They play schizophrenic football, and they got a schizophrenic coach. If you're allowed to make, if you're allowed, if you're allowed to make those kind of jokes in 2020, uh, mental health jokes, I don't know what's allowed, what's not allowed, but uh, if you're allowed to make those, uh, liberals and leftists, then that's the joke I'm making. Uh, the NBA top 50 wasn't the top 50. They moved 75, right? 75. Yeah, I was I was correcting myself. They moved on to the top 75. Uh, basically, they kept everybody from the top 50. They added one guy, and I think it was Nate Thurman. But there were notable um, people left off. I think the number one person, if you're being honest, was Dwight Howard. And then Clay, who, you know, he said he should be on there, but I don't think he belongs. And we had some crazy people in the, in the group talking about Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, which, no. But uh, <laughs> what was your take on the, the top 75, NBA top 75 and the, the snubs, quote unquote, when you get this far into uh, NBA rankings, there's always going to be a lot of arguing about who who deserves what. Honestly, if we if we keep it in a buck, if you're not in the top ten, it doesn't really matter. Honestly, um, my boy, Alex yeah, it matters to them. Yeah, but but all right, Clay, if we put you in the top seventy-five, you seventy-four or seventy-five. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You're not even fully done with your career, and you haven't played for the last two years. Yeah, hey, I don't know what he. Yeah, three good seasons. The White has somewhat of a of a claim, um, and and you know at a at a time he did power a, a sorry Orlando Magic team um, through to the finals and and everything. But what's really hurt the White, I think, is his like latter portion of his career. He he didn't age well at all. No, and, um, but also his personality. I mean, if he obviously yeah. he's dominant for. Another 10 years, yeah. But he also, people just don't like him. And he was a cancer on some of those teams. He couldn't get along with Kobe. He couldn't get along with Harden. He just had issues everywhere he went. Um, And now he's kind of likable, I guess, again. But there was a time where just everybody hated Dwight Howard. And the way he left Orlando, people didn't respect that as well. Injuries got him. And, and, And can we say you cannot be in the top 75 if you were never considered the best at your position at one point in your career. And that goes for Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili might have been considered the best six man at one point, but sure even that's the like Reggie Miller probably wasn't ever good. I mean, there are people on there that probably well, weren't. Reggie played during Jordan's era. So, yeah, all right, let me – top three. There you go. Let's yeah, do the top three, four. I don't know. How, yeah, wait, uh, where I don't where would Reggie be? I don't top think five? Parker. I just <laughs> Tony Parker. And I know sometimes the offense flowed through him, but he still wasn't the man on the team. It's Duncan. And it just, that's just silly. They were just, a lot of people are trying to reward these people that were just part of winning teams, but it's individual accolades. So it's a top 75. If you want to do the top 75 team, we, we would love to recognize those Spurs teams, but that's not for what sure. the list is. Dunking and on there. A lot of it, that's- people, the arguments of preference of who they like and who they don't like. And that shouldn't come anything into it when you're talking about ranking players, your likes and dislikes shouldn't mm-hmm. even be involved in any way well well all right well to be fair i don't like zeke so i i usually keep him out of rankings just as a testament to how he was left off the dream team and rightfully so but when i see lists like what my boy maurice showed me the other day and they got uh ai above zeke then i'm gonna say something okay like we're not gonna get ridiculous like that all right that's just silly hey you showed me that list Iverson fans, because they know that in the ranks of shooting guards, which he primarily played, or at least primarily, that's probably primarily played, but where he where he made his bones was a shooting guard. So, because they just had him run around. But 
you don't want to put him in. You know he wouldn't make it as a point guard. He'd be, he wouldn't be he be top 10 as a point guard because he didn't really – so you because of his height, you want to slide him in there so he won't have to compete with Wade and Jordan and, and people like that. So that's what they do. They try to slide him in there in those all-time teams, but it doesn't fit. Uh, breaking news for this uh, on this day, we had the sad Derrick Henry news, and we had Von Miller being traded for a second and a third round pick to the Los Angeles Rams. I don't understand how the Rams have any picks left or any salary cap left, even though I haven't looked at the salary yet. I think they might not be paying all of this year or whatever. And they paying this man pennies. Yeah, he ain't that's, even that's paying. They, they essentially put the Broncos on the child support, man. That's they paying that. everything. That's the right. Rams ain't nothing but a but a uppity baby mama, man. They paying for the Rams to have a comfortable life. The Broncos took the bill, man. The system is rigged. Let me tell you, Ronnie, this is some BS. This dude getting paid, they paying like $9 million. I think the Broncos, I mean, the Rams are paying like 700K. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? After all the shit the Broncos went through with this man, his contract, you're still going to take that money on? That's ridiculous. Was this, How does that you know this is something he asked for, or what was going? I, I, I hadn't heard many rumblings about it. People are saying, "Oh, but they made out because they they went from a third round to a second round pick." It's still a third round pick. The Rams going deep into the playoffs, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why teams even deal with the Rams and let them have their best players. I know he's a 31-year-old pass rusher, so there's something to be said for that. But he still was playing pretty well from what I had seen and kind of having got back on the groove. You know, he is hurt again. But I, I don't know. And I hate kind of seeing guys not finishing their careers based on trades. If you get a free agent, but I don't know. I just – I'd like to see Von Miller be – on you know denver always or something unless they cut him or something but i don't know just kind of weird these you're gonna be you're gonna be shocked how healthy he is yeah i think he's gonna suddenly uh he, yeah he's gonna suddenly get super super healthy when he's playing next to Aaron Donald. and, and you know denver had higher hopes too and it looks like they officially given up on the season but some of the players were shocked I think it was Melvin Gordon that did a tweet one of the running backs did a tweet and they seemed shocked it seemed like it came out of nowhere maybe I missed it but it seemed like it came out of nowhere it's been in it's been in the making for a couple of years honestly yeah they, like, yeah, they, cause, yeah but because they were gonna they were gonna ship him they were gonna ship him before he got to that legal trouble uh with the baby mama and then that went away and, um, you know, nobody said anything about it, but they were probably just waiting until it blew over real good so then he could get his value back up. Because, you know, you got a pending DV slash baby mama drama. Ain't nobody trying to sign yeah, you. Because you don't know what you're going to do, get suspended. Yeah. That's your Watson, and everybody seems to want you no matter what trade. But uh, week eight uh, NFL, we're just going to touch on it briefly. What was your biggest takeaway of week eight? Any given Sunday is full of shit. What are you talking about? You're on drugs. I, I was just, I was, I'm just mad, bro. Mike White, Mike White ruined my, um, my survivor. Like, who is, who is this guy? Like, and you know what's funny? I know who he is, but who is he in the NFL, and why was he playing so well? I like, don't understand either. I was like, dude, that the game before that he came in, he was four for four. Then he started the next game six for six. It was like, this was like rolling, man. Dude was on fire. Yo. It was it was like some Warner. I'm waiting for the modern Kurt Warner where some guy comes out of nowhere and just becomes like a Hall of Famer. But it's a I'm Disney not, movie. Sure That's it, what it was. I know. It, I'm not sure it's gonna be Mike White because they, you know, like Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb had 400 some yards, one of his first starts, I believe it was. So it can't happen. And who was it? Was it Matt Flynn that had almost 500 yards to back up for Green Bay? So we paid off of that. These kind of things, yeah, get paid. Yeah, these kind of things happen. But as, as Carter, now this is how I know it probably is not gonna work out. Carter said, Oh, they found the quarterback. It's like, let's let's relax. It was one game since he clearly wasn't taking it seriously, they didn't have much expectations, and they got burned for it. But hey, more power to it. But I need to see a little bit more. That's all. I know, I know it happens. Why does it have to happen to me? Shit. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? I told you, some of those Jets games get funky. Like October, November, they're, they're 16 point dogs. They get funky. Like last year, uh, this year, where they beat Tennessee. But last year, uh, what was that game where 
uh, Greg Williams called like a, a dumb play or whatever, had the guy one-on-one coverage, but they should have beat that team. Was yeah. Whatever it was. But it's like they it was a good team. Them. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they kind of Jets games get weird like that. They use, use, when you sleep on them, then they'll come up and play well enough to win or something like that. But Jets fans are so my, my true my true takeaway is that the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. And I, I don't care about y'all PTSD fans. I had them number one in my power rankings. I ain't even I ain't even been listening to myself because I faded them again. But I'm not ready for yeah. it, man. People jinxing us. I'm not ready for jinx, it. Y'all jinxing. What jinx, bro? Like, I what really else do you need to see? What else do you need to see? What else do you need to see? This, this is Arizona. You believe in Jesus, but you don't believe in the Cowboys being the best team in the NFL. You got more proof right now that the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL than you have a Jesus, and yet you keep your faith. What, what the hell? I don't think what? we're better than Buffalo. I don't think we're better than Arizona. I don't think we're better than Tampa. Bro, they better than Tampa, but they beat us. I don't think we're better than you take a quarter. You take Green Cooper Bay. Rush. I don't think we're better take than Cooper Rush. Bay. Put him on any of those teams, and those teams do not win. On Definitely not. And the yeah. defense stepped up last night. It was great to see. I'm hoping. Yeah. But those one-game scenarios, like if it was two out of three every game, I think we'd have a chance every series yeah. for the playoffs. But one-game scenario against Green Bay, against the Rams. Even though I think we could beat the Rams. Against the Rams. Right. Arizona. You, you, would, you, would, you would probably have issues with the Rams just because of, uh, of their general scheme and what they have up front and what they can do on defense. They're yeah. more flexible than everybody else. You shouldn't have any problems with the freaking Packers. You shouldn't have any problems, honestly. If you uh, let Parsons, if you let Parsons loose, you shouldn't have many problems with the Cardinals either. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying about those teams. I feel like they're better than us in a one game. Like we might have a better resume, but a one game scenario, I'm, I'm still nervous about those teams. I don't feel super oh, confident about God. any of those teams. Y'all, Y'all are Tampa is kind of kind of sandbagging anyway. So that's that's definitely somebody I don't think we match it well. We played all right, but I still don't think it's a great match. Cowboy fans are pussies. I'll say it on air. Y'all pussies. Y'all just scared to brag about your team because the minute they fuck up, you know everybody going to jump on your head. Guess what? They already jump on your head. So what you got to lose, bro? What you got to lose? If if this was the Niners, Niners, I'd be talking shit. I'd be taking over the show. I would be hosting this show. And I tell you, shut the hell up. You can't tell me nothing. I'm taking over the group. I'm changing the cover every day. That's your approach, man. Measured approach. I mean, measured approach. No, I always been like that. I'm not gonna be jumping out saying we the best and all that. I won't say in the nineties. I, you know, I wasn't scared. Who gonna, who gonna know. talk shit to y'all? The the teams that's got two wins right now. <laughs> every time we lose, they, you're gonna see every uh, da- uh every Washington fan in America celebrate it when we lose. If we lose in the playoffs, they're gonna be like they won the Super Bowl. So doesn't take we're, much for these people. But look, we're close to the point in the season where you can say the Cowboys could lose every game from here on out and still have a better record than everybody in their division so they should shut the they should shut the hell up have you realized that these people aren't logical in nfc east our fans aren't logical at all they don't care oh, i had washington fans used to come at me when we had Emmitt smith troy aikman and michael irvin and we sit our players and the redskins would beat us and it was the right name back then would beat us in a game where we sat our player they were bragging putting signs up. <laughs> put, put flag signs on their car and you beat us on, on an extra bad week, basically. It, it's not, it's not fun. Uh, but yeah, my biggest takeaway would obviously be how well the Cowboys played uh, with Cooper Rush. I was a little surprised that we actually won, won that game and how well he played, considering the circumstance and how well the defense and the team played, and how sucky Minnesota actually is. Because that's that's a game you got to win. You can't you can't lose that game. That that's inexcusable. It's time to go, Mike Zimmer. Hope you heard Corey. Corey there you go. Oh Mike shit! Zimmer. You turned on Mike. Yeah, oh, I've been snap. holding on Mike Zimmer, but that's kick, it. Kick. Knows just, Lo- lovely coach, but he got to go. He got to hey, just go and take just some. Just so dunk. you know, just so you know, we took a break. We took a break, but it's still fuck Tom Brady. Can I can I please get an official statement on how do you lose to? To Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. You, Trevor you, you Simeon remember Trevor Simeon? Do you remember him from the Broncos, from the Jets? Do you remember that Trevor Simeon? They give him trouble. Saints give him trouble. That defense gives him trouble. They, oh, it's the Saints that give him trouble. Okay. Yeah, okay. They do. He's lost three times. So it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I'm gonna start calling him Prime Tom Tom. He don't look like he be caring when the game when the lights ain't bright no more. I don't know. Like he he definitely looked like he wanted that game to be over. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna throw these deep, deep posts. Whatever happened, happened. So, and then they were down two possessions, and he really didn't want to. 
they didn't want to play anymore. And they got sacked. <laughs> like, eh. My dad texted me. It was like, why did he throw that? You could see the safety running up before he even let the ball go. Yeah, whatever. Fuck this. It's time to yeah. go. They should have knelt the ball or took him out or something. It was just, it was, it was terrible. Tom Rogers, baby. It happens. It happens. All right, let's get to our fines. We had a million dollar fine. We're kind of combining two weeks. Uh, Michael Stewart, Kobe fan, extraordinaire. He keeps saying Shaq is a bum. Fine. I know he's kind of talking shorthand or he's silly, but he said he couldn't do it without Kobe. Not the other way around. That's as bad as Iggy getting finals MVP MVP of a court over Curry. Shaq, <laughs> Shaq, that was the most dominant finals that like we've Yo. ever seen almost. Yeah, is he like in the all star? Some kind of ridiculous stuff. Even was getting blocks in those finals. And he won the finals MVPs like hands down. I'm not sure Kobe got a vote in those finals <laughs> for those yeah. final MVPs. So just Michael Stewart showing his age. I taught him my first teaching job when I was like 20 something. And he, he did an awful job. I did. He was in seventh or eighth grade. So he just missed it. And sorry, Mike, I, I had to hit you on that. Uh, you had a fine or just a banishment here uh, with Nikolai, let's say Larson, because I can't say his middle name. I can't remember where in Europe he's from. Uh, probably German with some of these takes. But uh, <laughs> I forgot where he's from, too. I think I, I asked him about um, us more. But uh, he was hating on AD, and he said that uh, Clay was more deserving than AD, and you had to break it down. AD, four-time all NBA first team, Clay zero. Total all NBA teams, four to two. All defensive teams, and that's Clay's thing. One of his things, you know, obviously shooting is his thing, but Clay's a very good defender. Two time first team. Clay is one time uh, all defensive team, period, which is to be the second team, not the first team. And all defensive team for Anthony Davis, four to one. I mean, it's just not people, that's again, people's feelings came on. You might not like frail body. But he can play. I also play nice. which is like 28, 28, 12, and whatever. That's like all time stuff for his playoff. And he played over 30 games. So you can't sit there and say this man is not one of the 75 best players never played in the NBA. It, it, it's it's I, I don't know what people think before they say they speak. I don't know what's going on in their brains. Um, I'm going to say most of our uh, people outside of America, uh, a lot of things get lost in translation. So he might, <laughs> he might've thought, he might've thought, um, he might've been thinking about a, a soccer related post when he made these comments. Cause this man is bro, they, the only thing Clay be, does better this, is shoot threes and, and pick up chicks off of IG. Yeah, definitely. The unibrow doesn't do that as well. I've never even seen Davis with a girl, really. But hey. Oh, he got one. It's just uh, hush, hush. Yeah. Keep your stuff going. Keep, I don't mind on the down low. Uh, we got a couple of entertainment group crossovers. I Ooh. find Jeremiah Brandon for 600K for calling Marcy from Married with Children hot. I, 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 I don't understand Ooh. what goes through Jeremiah's brain. He's a different kind of cat. But there's nothing hot about Marcy from Married with Children. I, I, her role was to be played to not be hot, you know. So I'm not trying to dog or shame her, but I just, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, bro. I don't know what's going on. If you're going to objectify a woman, just objectify one. <laughs> That's... Um... I'm trying to find a picture of her um, outside of Married with Children. You get a swimsuit picture of her. I don't know how long he searched and what kind of archive he has. He's been to a dark place that was not too bad. But man, come on, bro. Am I? I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure out a way to defend him because because he's a homie, man. You know, even though I don't really rock with light skinned people, this is usually my time to slander. Jeremiah, Jeremiah never been like Corey, and he never felt like he was better than the rest of us. He at least acknowledges we was in the in the same room together or something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, but bro, come but, on, man. And I was trying. My post was about Al not wanting to knock down Peggy all the time on the yeah. entertainment page, and somehow, like of all Marcy, not not Kelly, not Kelly Bunny, Mark. That's who you brought up. He said she was a freak. Man, that, that's okay. I know a lot of a lot of women. You on Bumble and you out here on these streets. There's a lot of women that are into that poly lifestyle or into that uh, the swinging, 
and rarely are they somebody you want to swing with. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and it would take me a lot of women. If we were doing poly, poly meaning multi, it would take, I would, there would be a lot of women before <laughs> I got to some of these women that like to do poly. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's Jeremiah. I don't know. You know, you got a beautiful wife. So, you know, you hit the lottery, bro. But I, 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 I'm worried about you. I'm I'm not saying anything else on that, man. I'm here to roast white people, not not my brothers. And that's why I be roasting Jeremiah. <laughs> 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 Rim shot. <laughs> and this one, I'm gonna do this live on the air. Uh, my boy Jim Craslaw, he or Craslow or whatever, probably saying his name wrong, but he found a way to get his post in because he just posts about Wilt and old school dudes. So I'm gonna let most of those post in. And if they're about Wilt, I'm pretty much gonna let them all in unless there's some kind of fake news. But this guy in the group, and I'm gonna mute him. I don't know how long. I might do a live release right here. Uh, his name is Cliff Walker. He says, still can't go for that he scored 100 points. And it's no footage of it. <laughs> I, I, does, does that mean he doesn't believe that the Revolutionary War happened? Or that he doesn't believe that uh, the Civil War happened? I don't think there's... Is that footage of the Civil War? It's just pictures. They might have had some kind of pictures or whatever. But, I mean, but no, no, time out. They didn't have... I don't think they have video in the Civil War. I don't know. I had to look. But they, they, they have pictures. They have people that were in attendance. It was on the radio. Players were there. So does he think this is the moon landing? That's a, a fake moon landing where it was scripted and there was a studio. Why, why would the NBA? I, I don't. What? This happened in the sixties. Of course, every game wasn't televised. Did Babe Ruth not hit those home runs? Because most of those weren't televised. Like I, I'm pretty I, I sure most of Babe Ruth stuff fake. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I, I, I like it to the competition, but Cliff Walker. Uh, I think I'm considering just kicking you out of it. Like, you ever think somebody like that can become an all-star? Somebody with that little bit of comprehension? Probably not. I don't know, like, man. I'm just like, going to go ahead and... I, I've never, honestly, I've never heard anybody question that. You know, maybe... I've, heard, I've actually heard it before. But, like, God, that's hilarious, man. I'm going to put it in here right now. I'm going to release him live on you got it on the you got me in a fan podcast. That's hilarious. How live on how in the world? How did we get here, bro? How did we get here? Like everything can't be a conspiracy, bro. Like, no, it can be. It has to be, obviously. He didn't take a picture with he put the one that one is photoshopped in that picture. It's actually zero zero. The court with dudes hugging him. I mean, that that I, I'm I've seen. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know that laugh out loud was genuine. I've never heard that. Like this, see, these are the people that you entertain, and you won't you won't let me kick them out because you want them to be all-stars. This is basically what Michael Not Stewart be saying. Michael most, Stewart be saying goofy stuff like this. Most, 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 most of the stuff that Russell and Chamberlain did is not video like you 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 that Will HD thing that we saw a couple weeks ago was like rare. You don't get to see, you get to see snippets of Wilt and Russell and Elgin Bailey. You don't get to see, you know, it's not up to the 70s and things where you start seeing like game whole games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, or even when Wilt was on the Lakers, you would see whole games, but not not much of the uh the 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 Philly of the San Francisco stuff. Um but yeah, I I'm speechless on that. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how certain people like I don't understand how they tie their shoes. And, and and get out of the house. <laughs> I, honestly, I have I have nothing, man. I have not did it's, in it's racial fake. news. In racial news, we got and this is the the extremes and the differences between Team Saltine and Team Nickel by what we're uh, referencing here, for good or bad. Uh, DK Metcalf, a woman said that she drove to Seattle only to have her turn around because he was in the middle of a foursome. Um, I, you wouldn't have had to tell me that DK Metcalf was a savage, so I'm not very surprised by this, but uh, you got to do better, bro. You can't let people know all this stuff. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and say it. DK probably had a couple guys in that foursome, so... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> pacifier in the mouth. And- I ain't I ain't judging, bro. Do do what you do, man. Do what you do. But y'all gonna learn about these sassy dudes, man. They savages both ways, man. Women be thinking that they gonna love them and stuff like that. That's just not what they do. So yeah, turn around, man. Gas about four dollars a gallon too. If you if you getting that good stuff, but she probably not using premium in her ride anyway. So she good. She could, if she got an OnlyFans, bro, she good. He knew that. That's all it was. This is from uh, Black Sports Online. Uh, I hate to use them as a source, but I mean <laughs> it's just her Instagram story. Let's uh, fast forward to a month later after Monday Night Football, and DK hit her up in the AM. He asked her to drive four hours to see see Adam. So that he can give her some of that milk loving. This is Black Sports Online. She agrees and says that she will see him around 10.30 p.m. He lets her know she should turn around when she's about an hour away from the house. He doesn't want her to come now because he's working on a foursome and they don't have room for a fifth. The woman is livid. She hops on Instagram and proceeds to tell the whole story. The scary part is she knows where DK lives and has no, and has no security. Eh, it's probably not the not DK is probably gonna get robbed too because of this. It's just sloppy, bro. You you don't meet you famous like this. You don't bring these women to the house. You gonna have to rob them at gunpoint. You ain't gonna just walk up to them. Well, I, well no, no. But I'm. <laughs> they don't rob these athletes when they you know. Hell no. Taylor. I mean that's why he got at home. Word to Ashley, but they don't rob Sean Taylor. They don't rob these athletes when they're home. They always hit them when they're gone. When you got two percent body fat, you don't have you don't need security. No, who who wants a system? But you probably is not smart enough to <laughs> to have. Now what you need? What you need is a homie to vet these these yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. garden yeah. tools. Is what you need. Yeah, but you, like I said, you, come on now. You know, DK had had that ratio was was three guys, one girl. Man, Let's definitely got some Dennis Robin, and then that stuff he was saying to Shannon Sharp, I, we saw, and the pacifier. A lot of stuff, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of stuff. Uh, saltine news. Joe Matz. Uh, we'll get to him later. Uh, kind of around in a roundabout way. But he, you, he posted this today. And things that saltines love. They love name things. They love ironic things. They love things that really have no consequence. The Cooper to rush to Amari Cooper. <laughs> TD is the first in NFL history where the passer's first name and receiver's last name are an exact match. Why would anybody care? And I'm sad the NFL research even put that out, but I know that a lot of saltines are crunching those stats and those numbers. As a black man, I feel lonely by being a stat lover, but um, what, what, what interest? 19 likes too. Like what? What? Why? Fucking nerds, man. I hate all y'all. Why would I care about the names matching to the what? This is what you get when you like Joe Joe live in Colorado. He probably higher board, and either way, you get these kind of uh posts when you're either or. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. This this is what you you promote in the group, man. And actually, since Joe's a co-host now, I have to be nicer to him. <laughs> My sister-in-law asked me what food I was bringing to the cookout. <laughs> she out. What food am I bringing to the cookout at my mom's house? Um, Wait, you having a cookout in November? Well, I don't know why they call it the cookout. I think she's just going to cook, but whatever. I don't know if she's cook, actually. My mom will put the little grill on the side. Or she'll, go, she'll go inside and come back out or whatever. We cook out a lot, but it's just. I bring, a- I bring some moonshine. I'm I ain't like, bringing no food. Uh yeah, I'm I'm her child. Why would I bring food? What what are we talking about? <laughs> but anyway, I gotta find house. a way to finesse that. I gotta find a way for that. We don't find right, this, this is my house. That's why I be telling people when they be looking at me sideways, motherfucker. I got a key. Yeah, exactly. Who, who gonna say something? I'm, I'm, you can get out. No, I don't bring anything. I'm not a guest. My, well, my parents long gone. This is my house. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I bring a I bring a meal. I'm gonna tell her make sure she brings something, but it's too early in the in. I got, the, yeah, I got actually for break out my uh, my sexism to her. Uh, and running backs don't matter. News. Uh, this is a real thing. Tim Tebow was on first take, and that's not a great thing to watch in general. But Tim Tebow was on t- first take. They asked who you would rather have for this year: Derrick Henry or Patrick Mahomes. And people in the group actually agreed. And Tim Tebow said, "Henry, like 
people don't understand the fundamental nature of like football in this in 2021 in the year of our lord bro a running back even if he had gotten 2,000 yards in the last two weeks he hadn't got close to 100 yards he was averaging like 2.7 a carry but even if somebody gets 2,000 yards and 30 touchdowns that's like the greatest a running back probably could do in this modern era and would break all the records if they got 2,200 yards you still wouldn't be able to top somebody like Brady that's going to throw for 40 touchdowns. Mahomes, if he's healthy, he's going to throw for 35, 40 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Like, why do you think it's so hard for people to grasp this concept? And they get all mad about the MVP too. And I'm just like, you just got to get over it, bro. The, the position value, it's not even close. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, we, we need to realize a lot of these guys in the SEC or from the SEC didn't go to school for, for like education books and logical thinking. They're just football players. And that's what Tim Tebow is, just a football player. And he's bro. a quarterback. Right. So, hey, but to be, to be fair, he is more running back than quarterback. Um, Patrick Mahomes did start the game out with the interception today. I think that gives him like already. Yeah. Um, and um, Derrick Henry has no interceptions uh, with his passing touchdown. So, you know, going by that logic, I would take Derrick Henry over Patrick Mahomes and too. They, they had the nerve to bump it because they did beat them. But, A, which Jig didn't have uh, – Henry didn't have a lot of yards. And, B, you just – come on, man. What? What on earth? And this guy, Tyler Overstreet, I'm sorry. I know this is your friend, Dalton. But I think he's a meth head and and it's just not <laughs> it's just not it's not okay. It's it's let's see what he says. Uh I'm trying to say, I'm trying to figure out what he was trying to say. Uh let's see. I told him I said Derek Curry had 86 yards yesterday. He wasn't why y'all won on 29 carries. And he now he's talking about turnovers and he kind of went on and on and went in circles and talked, but dude. He has double the amount of yards and double the touchdowns that Derrick Henry had, and he's not even playing well. You just can't compare a running. And they won the last two games with Henry not produce, averaging 2.7 a carry, man, 2.9, 2.7 a carry. It's just not something an intelligent person says because you can average, what, eight yards a pass, nine yards a pass, 10 yards a pass. A running back, if he's getting real carries, it's not going to average five yards a carry in general so you can't mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't compare it it's just idiotic it is man and just the value of the position in general like I, we like we were you were saying at the beginning of the show i was thinking to myself i was like you can make a case that Derek carr as middle of the road as he is is more valuable than christian mccaffrey like, yeah a big i mean that's just like- and that's just that's just that's the nature of the position, man. Like your quarterback is essential, essential. We can plug and play running backs generally, but quarterback, you can't just plug and play a quarterback and expect to be a successful team. Now, you know, like I was saying before, you want to pay the guys like Derrick Henry that are exceptional, but it, like Derrick Henry at the apex of running back is not better than like your top five quarterbacks, just not. It's just not comparable. And so let's see, uh, 2018 touchdowns, nine interceptions, updated with that last one, I believe, <laughs> here. Uh, that's 2,000 yards, 18 and nine, and nine. The turnovers are bad, but at the same time, you're doubling the guy up, and every turnover is not created the same way. And so then you got, you got 1,800 yards, 18 and nine. Derrick Henry, 937 yards. 10 touchdowns. I'm not counting running or the passing for either person. Cause I know, I think Mahomes has had a run, at least one running, but so you're talking about having almost already almost a thousand more yards. Like, do you realize like how many more football fields that is covering? <laughs> so it's not even a, a, a realistic. I, I don't understand how a person could think that I know he's a Titans fan, but other people were saying that. And I love some of the things that Derrick Henry brings. He brings a toughness. He brings a culture. He brings momentum with some of those great runs. He brings play action, which can be a little bit overrated because play action itself 
is is something that slows down pass rushes. But in general, what he can do is a little bit even more. But he's dependent on quarterback because he wasn't doing shit before Tannehill came back. And I don't think they're going to be playoff contenders, but I think they're going to be okay. I mean, Super Bowl contenders, but I think they're going to be okay with that, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, they're not going to go. That's because you're a Tannehill fan. Right. They're not going to be okay without him. They're going to be, be okay. Right. Tannehill is good. They still have Julio, who's oh, novel. Mm-hmm. They still have – um, and they still have A.J. Brown. They're going to be okay. Whatever you say, buddy. And whoever they're running, I mean, they're, they also have a good line. That's why they're running back. They're also good. looking to sign AP maybe. So I don't know if you saw that Ninja Turtle. I saw it. Hey, AP got some juice left, bro. He got some juice left. And to close out the show, and I was thinking, I was like, maybe we should do, maybe that should be the thing that brings back the Martin and Malcolm podcast to kind of explain how the, the <laughs> feels about Dave Chappelle. Maybe, maybe not. But I do know before we get this, and we got about 10 minutes max, so I don't know how much time you got with what you got going on. But we had a lot of beef on the entertainment page about Dave Chappelle. And I want to say first, I think he needs to stop. That at some point it does seem like you're picking on him. You're going back and forth with these people, and you're the biggest comedian in the world. I don't think you need to go back and forth with them constantly. But you did make your point. You did have, I thought, what a beautiful message, the totality of what you're saying and embracing everybody's humanity and the, and the ability for, to tell jokes about everyone and then pointing out some legitimate critiques that the LBG, was it TQ community? I'm not even making fun of. I just, I, I get confused all the time. I can't even, like when I try to do the emoji for the rainbow flag, I always type in the wrong letters. But, but the rainbow community, legit critiques and how it affects Black people, um, mostly jokes. But I don't think people understand the function of a stand-up comedian. I, I think that's part of it. And I always weary of people that aren't funny critiquing a comedian like if you're not funny you shouldn't talk about comedy like you should critique it if you like what you like that's fine but if you're not funny and people don't laugh at you and nobody's ever told you you're funny in your life you shouldn't be talking about it i agree and i think that you know people need to realize that some of these topics are not going to be your flavor. I, I get, but people are on stage, they're making jokes, they're saying what they're saying. If you find yourself offended by a joke, then it's your fault, honestly, because it's a joke. It shouldn't be taken literally, you know? It's less, and, that's literally the thing. It is a joke in a stand up, not a joke that a politician is telling off color, not a joke out of context in a situation where you shouldn't say it in a place where you're literally supposed to people are paying to watch you tell jokes well part of my issue is is that a lot of people that are bitching about Dave Chappelle are supposedly pro-black and friends with black people if you really are friends with black people and you and you know the culture this is how we talk this is how we joke if you are if you're gay or trans and you're black you have heard it all now some of it can be a little over the top and some of it is mean and and cruel i get all that but the jokes never stop and if we're being real they have come after and not they but like society has come after many uh african-american comedian uh when they get to a certain level when they start making these jokes eddie murphy was probably the most recent or the most famous of them all who kind of essentially stopped and he even got caught with with the trans uh woman I man i don't know but either way he was actually on their side richard pryor was gay as hell <laughs> and he used to make jokes about it all the time this is part of our culture is it right it probably ain't just like the amount of bacon we eat ain't right the amount of sugar we intake ain't right but god damn it we still do it this is who we the are so it, make, the arguments they make besides the uncle tom candace owen argument what about the black trans too Bro, don't don't do that. Man, they've been they've been firing off jokes and head jokes. Yeah, you don't you got their life, yo. Because we're talking all about their life. That's a very small percentage. And what what you're trying to do, and I'm not gonna try to, I'm not gonna fall into the trap so they can say I'm anti-trans if I break down some facts. I'm not gonna say do this that. shit. It's it's never been culturally accepted. Universally, it has never been yeah. our thing. But the, all right? the thing though, you can make the same arguments. First of all, I don't think a stand-up comedian has ever caused violence ever because everybody understands context. Yeah. So, but you can make the same context about the things that he says about women 
Women are a greatly oppressed group throughout history, throughout America, throughout the world. You can make the same case that he says about black people, that he's making fun of us. And he's making fun of the criminal justice system. He's making fun of drugs coming into the neighborhoods. He's making fun of mass incarceration. He's making fun of poor white people who have on some, on some level, on no fault of their own, got addicted to opioids and been taken advantage of. And he's making fun of them. Why is it okay to make fun of all those other groups, but not make fun of trans people? That, that, that's what I don't understand. I would not do it. I have taken the stance in the group. I don't let trans jokes go through I, I told them, I said, you know, I'm not, it's not my thing, but I respect everybody's right to be who, who they say they are, but I'm not going to pile on. But he's a comedian and he doesn't want to be restricted. And if they had let it go, it probably wouldn't have come up. I, but I just, I just want to say, um, as an aspiring stand-up comedian, um, I was in an awkward situation where I had a, a gay woman and a trans uh, woman or man, I, I had a, a trans woman oh. make jokes on me uh, when I like uh, it was back to back weeks. I went in front of the gay woman. She made jokes on me after I left the stage. I went in front of the trans uh, woman and she made jokes on me uh, after I left the stage. So the third week I came back, I had a whole set for their ass and I ripped both of them. And I said, I don't give a damn. I don't one, I don't make enough money. To care about being canceled and two yeah. where i'm from if you make jokes on me i'm gonna make jokes on you there is nothing my father's a preacher i got mad jokes about god and church and all this and that yeah, and again yeah. all that stuff's acceptable everybody laughs but when it hits close to home nobody wants to they they got a problem with it i don't have a problem with white people telling black jokes they just suck generally yeah. so if they're good i laugh my ass off and <laughs> to be honest with you a lot of the stuff i didn't laugh at when Dave, Dave, there are things that Dave jokes about. He jokes about molestation. He's done yeah. it on more than one occasion. He yeah. jokes about rape. He jokes about trans. He jokes about gays. He jokes about blacks. He jokes about drugs. I don't laugh at every single joke. He's an amazing storyteller, so he always has my attention. I don't laugh at every joke, and I think some are too far, but I am going there because I want to see a comedian push the envelope, and if they feel like they need to pull it back, okay, but that's why I am going there. Or I am I am listening because I want to see them say the things that nobody else says. And if you're trying to take that away from someone, I don't agree with you. I do not agree with you. And then too, when you talk about cancel culture and politically correctness, and they groan when you hear that, but sometimes it really does happen. You, no one can live by that standard. As you saw, I don't know if you saw that, but the lady that was leading the Netflix um I guess protest against them had said horrible things about Asian people mm -hmm. on Twitter. And so, like, can you even live by the standard that you're making? Or should we understand that this is a form of entertainment? And this is a form of entertainment, and you shouldn't be taking it seriously. If he says it outside of it, maybe, but you should be taking it seriously and quoting somebody from a comedy show. It just, it's just jokes. And if they aren't funny, it, my only, I don't care what the joke is. Is it funny or is it not? That's the only thing. Whether it be a Nazi joke, an Anne Frank joke, a black joke, a rape joke, or whatever, there are some jokes that make me squeal and squeamish. And I, I either don't follow the comedian or I just hope they get off that subject, you know? I agree. Uh, America is a bunch of pussies. And then when the fact that I'm not even the nicest it. way to say it, and, the, and, it, and it's on both sides, it, yeah, it is. And, just, and it's so funny. And the, the comedian, the Hannah Gatsby, I guess that's her name, or Gatsby, or whatever. She mm. <laughs> they got they said he was attacking her, he made a damn joke. Do we understand what jokes are? She attacked him first, if we were doing it, but he said one of the conditions of meeting them was to say that she wasn't funny, bro. That's called hyperbole do you really think they had to say that so why would you take that seriously and maybe he doesn't think she's funny but you wouldn't know because he was doing a stand-up and he was joking you know what's even wilder uh the wildest thing about all that is she got super offensive and he ripped candace owens and she was like oh shit Chappelle yeah, shouted me out too. i almost posted it i said candace owens 
who he probably was. He was joking, but it was vulgar. It was disgusting. Yeah, it was, it was kind of serious. It was wrong. I can't stand Candace Owens. And I, I was like, man, that's a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't disrespect a woman like that. Oh, fuck that. Hit her again. And she said, this is what comedians <laughs> do. So if you wonder why we have more respect a lot of times for black people, we don't roll with them, but we have more respect for conservatives than we do for liberals because you're inconsistent and you're weak and that, that can't be respected. You just say you're on our side, but then when it comes down to it with stuff like this and stuff like the NFL thing with, uh, with, with, with the emails, you're not really on our side. <laughs> you got 20 other groups you you advocate when we're in the spotlight but you got 20 other groups you put in front of us a real ally just shut up if nothing else always conditional if asians and hispanics were beefing i wouldn't jump in it i said like, look you know i y'all you know y'all do y'all thing because i'm an asian and i'm hispanic and i know both y'all don't get treated great i ain't in it yeah but they they gotta take a side. <laughs> You know, if gay folks and uh, who's another group that they would, I don't know, and women, I guess if 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 male gay guys and or I guess if lesbians and straight women were having beef, two groups historically that have been oppressed, I gotta do it. Now, hey, dude, if, you crazy? I'm on the straight women's side. Get these lesbians I'm out of here. About the argument, you. I, I don't care. They the lesbians taking up my uh, anti-lesbian. Yeah, I am. That was actually one of my jokes uh, for the uh, when I went after the gay. Now I was I told I was definitely anti-lesbian because they were after what I was lesbian, maybe, but no, it's it's some very special lesbians out there. Get out of here! All of you, experimental. All of you, all of you, you're bad. Bad. I mean, they are. I mean, they are. They are getting out of circulation, but it's a beautiful thing that you know. Sexuality has all kinds of swings. Come back yeah, to the be, home team, baby. They be ruining, they be ruining uh, the good stuff, man. Just a lot of them bisexual, a lot of them bisexual. But you know, now the stereotypical lesbian. No, I'm not really on their team. But uh, you know, other than the rights, we're joking here. If you can't figure out the context, we're joking. I'm dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> on that wonderful note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a You Got a Minute Fan podcast. You have anything? To, uh, well, before I say that, uh, make sure you rate and subscribe. This share this. We're back. Uh, Talk about something that you saw. If, if the word, the least you can do, talk about something good that you saw during the podcast and reference it so we can get the dialogue going. What do you got to plug, sir? Um, you can keep listening to the uh, NFL show. I mean, we did have one good win this week. It was the Packers money line. <laughs> Everything else is kind of like, eh. But um, it's probably the best, um, the best show you're going to get where you don't have to subscribe with actual money. Um, and then the college football show, we actually have our... Um, committee doing their rankings this week for the playoffs uh the actual playoff committee will be doing their rankings tomorrow i will be releasing our committee's rankings in right before the uh actual committee's ranking so you can compare the two all right folks for the commish and star scream you got a minute fam see, see, see.